Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everybody to episode 41 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded June 17th, 2020. We got a fantastic show for you this week. Sony reveals the Meme Station 5, Google takes us to heaven with the Android 11, while the Google Play Store remains in hell. My name is Evan Cross. I'm joined by Christian Crawford. hey How you doing, buddy? Doing good. How you doing? Good. And uh, this week, we got a special guest returning once again. Please welcome to the podcast, Nick Samorian. Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. Always on brand, this one. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. We uh, got any crazy work stories this week? Anything... Uh, this is going to directly contradict the one I had written down for you, um, <laughs> but it's weird because we uh, insert big box electronics retailer. Um, we open back up for not just appointment based, but, <clears throat> but people can come like browse around. And so it's kind of like returning back to normal operations in a sense because people are coming in store. And it's been weird because the two days I've worked with that model so far, people have been generally okay. It's really weird. Well, yeah, I mean, we spent, for you. we spent three months with people getting pissed off at us and like being, you know, aggravated, rampant, like all that fun stuff. But it's a nice change of pace for them to be a little bit more relaxed. Um, I'm still waiting for a couple like just bad eggs. Um, I've already had them. Speaking of bad eggs, you want to go into <laughs> yours? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was doing an activation for uh, a guy who is instantly as we started off, just we started butting heads and it was not okay. He was just like essentially being like, no, you're going to get me this phone. It's like, I don't have it in stock. Well, you're going to get it for me. <laughs> okay. Ended up being like, no, it's going to take too long to order, so we're going to go with the S10. Ended up going with the S10, and I go run to the back and grab it and bring it out, and he is questioning if the box is authentic. <laughs> it is a, a, uh, It is an S10 straight from Samsung, right, literally right off of our truck. Like I had run back to the back and Kristen, who is our warehouse manager, was like, here, this just came off the truck today. It's like, sweet. Okay, cool. Brand new. Well, it has, if, if you haven't seen one before, it has one big circle sticker that uh, covers just enough so the bottom can't come off the top of the box. Um, and that sticker was there, wasn't cut, wasn't messed with at all. And the guy was like, that's kind of weird that there's one sticker there. <laughs> No, sir, that's how they all come. Like, I'm not, this is a real box. He's like, it just doesn't seem like it's real. Sir, this box came straight from Samsung. It's not open. He's like, can you check the seal for me? I'm looking at the seal right now. I literally like shoved it in his face. I was like, this is the seal. It's not open. I will show you it's not open. You should have just taken a knife and just sliced it open and been like, see, it was closed. <laughs> I should have. I should have. But I took the seal off and I opened the box. I'm like, look, it still all has the cellophane and everything on it. Like everything is still wrapped up tight as hell. Like it's mm. It, mm, so tight. It's in its place. Like it's, Ooh, girl. <laughs> Ooh, girl. it's perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was perfect. And he finally was like, all right, I guess it's real. And he, he had said, like, no, look, I bought one from you that wasn't actually, it was open, but it wasn't actually open. I was like, oh, mm, we sell open boxes. Did you buy one of those? He's like, no, it was new. Okay, sure. <laughs> it sure. Was, okay, Boomer. <laughs> it had this weird tape on it, and it was, like, blank, blank certified. Like, I don't know. It was yeah, already open, though. Kind of strange. But, oh, well. That's got it. to the point where started the transfer, did everything to him, and he kind of calmed down a little bit. And I don't remember exactly when it happened. Oh, no, no, no. So we'd gone through the full activation and everything, transferred everything over. And he was like, one more time, I'm going to have her look through this before uh, we're done with this professional. Oh. Uh, like, Ooh. <laughs> Just a little slight at you. <laughs> that is no. a new sound effect for yes. us this week. I was so mad. I was like, don't. Ooh, <laughs> it's like a backhanded insult. You know what yeah. I mean? Where he's like not actually calling me a professional. The whole time, I mean, he didn't believe me. There's there's no way he believed me, right? I was so mad. I was pissed. Have was you like, ever had anybody, uh, like, claim something you sold to them was, fa- like, fake? Have you ever had that happen? No, I've seen it happen a couple of times, but it's never happened to me personally. Yeah. Because for, so, Nick, uh, he doesn't work in the mobile department. Which which department are you primarily in, just for the listeners out there? Uh, predominantly in home theater. Home theater, yeah. We've seen our fair share of uh, people that have taken them out of boxes and quite possibly broken them. Just uh, listen to last week if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I had one guy once. I've only had one person be like, hey, this is a fake phone. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know for a fact this is fake. And it was like when the S8 was out. I was like, what are you talking about? And he 
pulls it out of his out of his bag because he come back the next day. Pulls it out of his bag, turns it around, faces it at me. He's like, "What do you see?" <laughs> I was like, "It looks like a Samsung S8 box." <laughs> and he's like, "No, look at where it's made from." I was like, "Yeah, it's uh, made in Vietnam." He's like, "That's not South Korea." I'm like, "You're right. That is not South <laughs> Korea where Samsung's based. It's Vietnam Genius. where they're assembled." He's like. No, I've read many stories on the internet that say the real ones are made in South Korea. I was like, I don't even know how. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No. You're right. You're right, sir. Let me just let return that for you. <laughs> and then you just pull out another one. It's like, this one's made in Vietnam, too. And you just act like, oh, my God, they're all oh. in Vietnam. I had we have I, an entire shipment of fake phones. <laughs> oh no! Wow, crazy. No, I had. A Hold guy. on, I gotta go. I'm gonna go talk to Samsung right now. <laughs> you wait here. I'll be back next week. Let me get the CEO of fakes on the phone. We'll talk. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I had a guy coming one time, and he had brought in what he thought was an uh, iPhone uh, 10, and I was like, okay, it looks a little strange. Not. I mean, obviously it's a fake, but I'm not just going to straight up tell this guy, look, you bought a fake quite yet. I kind of want to see how it plays out and see w- what all he talks about. And he's like, yeah, I just bought this phone off of uh, Amazon. I was like, oh, cool. Or no, eBay. Sorry. Just bought this off eBay. I was like, oh, nice. What, uh, what kind of phone you got? He's, got? he's like, well, it's an iPhone 10. Oh, I got it for about 150 bucks. I was like, mm. no, you did it. And no, you didn't. Interesting. <laughs> did you now? <laughs> At the time, the phone was $1,000, $99.99. But he was like, yeah, no, this is a steal. But it is kind of running slow. It's like, well, let me take a look at it, knowing it's 100% a fake. Like, this thing is running an obvious, like, Android <laughs> operating system with, like, a, a like an iOS 8 yeah. <laughs> overlay on it. Like, it looks terrible and i'm like sir you have you, this is not an iphone he's like what do you mean it's not an iphone well i went to the settings you can go to like all the specs and everything and figure out it does not say iphone 11 on it right it's like some stupid alcatel phone like in the body of a like a oh plastic iphone 10 it's like dude if it's too good to be true it probably is that's when you take them over to like the actual iphone table and you just set it next to it and you just let them explore yeah and you're like what do you see you'll instantly <laughs> see it on their face you're like oh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> take so me to the iplay store please <laughs> <laughs> i need to connect this to the itunes oh what, what about, about you oh yeah what oh. about you nick gotcha Whoa. Oh, it's like we're on the same way. Uh, this week, I've actually had kind of the same experience Christian did with customers. Everyone I personally have talked to was perfectly fine mm-hmm. and usually understanding. And even the people I told to wait while I was walking past them have usually been okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've definitely seen some pretty rude people so far. I think a big difference, too, is like if they're not waiting out in the 90 degree heat, people are generally, <laughs> generally nicer. <laughs> That's why I decided, and I think I think I talked about this last week, but all the people that weren't mean, I would take them to the vegetable, the vestibule, <laughs> and let them like cool off, and that way, I'll help them that way, and all the people that are mean as shit, I'm going <laughs> to make you wait outside in the 90 degree heat, you best believe it. This just goes to show, like, even the small amount of power, if you're nice to your, to your uh, salesperson, like, the small amount of power we have, we will use to help you. Yeah. <laughs> If you're mean, though, you're going to get a heat stroke. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sit out there, spaz. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. Um, besides that, I have uh, one other weekly check-in. I have a fever. And the only prescription is to buy a new car. I have car fever right hey, now. Hey, yo. Yeah. You and me both, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, brother. No, I, Hell yeah, uh, brother. <laughs> I'm not a huge car person. I do like cars, like, just very, very casually. I don't follow the news, like, or anything like that. Um, I'm a phone person. Like, like some people are car people is how I, how I, but yeah, that's like, so like, I'm not, I'm not a huge car person, but, um, it's, it's high time to retire my 2006 Ford 500. God bless that machine. It's got 193,000 miles on it. God bless. That's a big oof. <laughs> but, uh, but yep. Yeah, so I am uh, in the process. I've decided I want a Hyundai Veloster. And right now Hertz, the rental car company is going out of business. So they're selling off their inventory right now which is really cool because then I can get like two to $3,000 off of it and get like a nice 2019. So that's nice. That's, that's nice. That's real nice. That's real nice. Yeah, and and so with that new car, I won't have to listen to the Phone Buzz podcast available on Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. I won't have to listen to that on a shitty Insignia Bluetooth speaker because my car does not have Bluetooth or aux. 
And while you're at it, you can go on to uh, Phone Buzz, and that's PH1PUZZ on Twitter. Yeah. Or anywhere in your social media. <laughs> leave us a like, give us a follow. <laughs> Weird right. plug, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle, I like it. All right, let's get into our first segment here. It's Dope or Dirt. It's the segment where we present a product to the rest of the group, and we decide, is it dope or is it dirt? What you got, Evan? So my product is called Pet ABC Eye Treater. Is this a Kickstarter product? Come on now. You know me. (laughs) Proceed, proceed. Eye Treater is an automatic pet food provider uh, using the internet. When When your pet is left alone, he or she might be blue. Most of all, having dried food all day can be the biggest torture to your pet. However, you can provide yummy snacks as well as dried food through iTreater whenever you want and wherever you are. Uh, if you are with, if you are not with your pet, excuse me. Uh, iTreater <laughs> present iTreater to your beloved pets and treat them better. No more worries with iTreater. So what it is is it automatic like a pet feeder. It can also store um, treats and. Even better, it um, can read the temperature of the room to make sure that your environment is perfectly fine with the pets. It connects your Wi-Fi so you have an automatic connection to it, right? So you can always be connected. As well as you can re- record your voice. Mm-hmm. So if they get lonely or if you don't want them to do something, I'm you say... I'm so lonely. <laughs> Sorry. You just say, hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You just start barking back at them, yeah, and then that makes them stop. But no, you have like remote checking, so like you can use leftover food, um, and it will actually like circle it back around. Essentially, what it is, it has like this rotating plate on the bottom Mm -hmm. that has different storage containers, so like food, treats, all sorts of different kinds of stuff. And it'll keep it safe, and it like seals it while it's turned around. So if say the treats are out, the food is still safe. Um, Has this yet to be released? Or is there it are versions out? of it, but this one is like the, I think it's the most high tech. Okay. So it kind of folds different styles. So you have like wet treats, hard treats, all that kind of stuff. Wet treats. Mm. Okay. Wet, <laughs> you know, wet food. That's wet not the food. only thing that's going to be wet. Uh-huh. Uh, but you can record your voice while you're out and play it through it. Um, so of course it, again, it never gets lonely because, you know, all of our pets get lonely. Wow. Right now. You can even play videos and music for your pet. Okay. Fucking white people. <laughs> <laughs> but even better, super easy to wash. You just pull the bins out and it's ready to wash as well as you can um, take it off of like the AC charger and plug in like a portable uh, charger. So you can take it out on the go like if you go to the park or something because for some reason you might need that at the park. Um, it's got timers so like you can, you know, have them dispense food at certain times if you're not home, which is actually pretty cool. I wish I could have that. Um, cool. And okay. Sorry, go ahead. It's only $139. Okay, I was about to ask the price because I was going to guess Which is not bad. I was going to guess $199. That is not bad. Better than I thought it would be. So I thought about this for Bean when we first got him in case I had to, you know, go anywhere longer like at work. Um, Thankful for Maddie, she's got to watch after him. But they're around $100 or $150. So that's like a very average price point for them. And it can do all sorts of different things. Okay. Uh, initial thought, I actually own one of these, <gasps> not this particular one, but one like it. Wow. I've never opened it. And here's why is because <laughs> I have read so many stories about those things malfunctioning and not feeding your pet. Why didn't you just return it? Because it's past its return policy. Gotcha, bitch. That's what that means. If only you knew employees of a large well, box retailer <laughs> that may or may not be able to help you. Uh, flex some policy dates. Well, <laughs> possible fraud aside, it was actually given as a gift. Um, but yeah, the reason I haven't used it is because like, not that I would use it if I was gone for a long time necessarily, but um, if I was gone for like a day for my cat or something, I could see myself using it. But again, I've just, I've read too many stories about like, it doesn't work and it doesn't flip and then yeah. a pet dies. That's fair. But the thing was, was like, for me, when I wanted to use it, it was yeah. like, if I needed to go to work, so at yeah. least like six to eight hours of the day, I could use that. But that's fair. What do you think? Nick, you have you have two unit cats. What you I have a, <laughs> a unit and a half worth of cats. Um, they're too fat. They don't need food when I'm not home. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Sometimes they don't even need other. food when I am home. <laughs> this is just a no go for you. Uh, yeah, this is a hard pass. Okay, but okay. So let's imagine. Let's imagine it's not you though, because Evan's getting upset here. 
Because he's about it. to get two dirts. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a... Okay, imagine just average pet owner, their cats aren't absolute chonk, chonky units. <laughs> Do you think this would sell? Do you think this is dope for them? I mean, I think it's going to sell because people buy stupid crap all the time. I, I don't think it's a useful product, but I don't know. I think that most of the time... Your pet can go eight hours without food. It's not going to die. It probably shouldn't eat sooner than that anyways. And if you're going to be gone long enough that you can't feed it at its regular feeding times, someone probably needs to be watching it. See, but it's not just for food. You can store treats. You can store <laughs> treats are food. food. <laughs> okay. I, I hate to tell you, but no, hey, small up. rocks, uh, <laughs> little sticks, trinkets, nails. <laughs> Why are you feeding your dog nails? Is there something we need to know? Uh, no. I'm calling PETA. Without any milk. <laughs> no, you could do like toys, like little bones and stuff. Oh, like a fun little treat there. Yeah. Okay, the only reason I think this might be dope is because it does incorporate a lot of other like useful remote pet technologies, kind of like the Furbos have, where you can monitor them, you can talk to them, you can interact with your pet a little bit when it's not there. And if you combine those plus the, the feeder, which again, still... Still not sold on it. Um, I could see how it could sell for one thirty nine. Thank you. I don't. I don't know if I'm all the way to dope though. I think. I think we got to make a decision though. Look, I need to be like the salesman. Yeah. Uh, today. Oh my god. Sell me so, on it. So more on the car stuff. Uh, yeah, the salesperson I had. I hope I, he doesn't listen to this. Um, he <laughs> he might. I don't know. He was not good. He didn't know where like the most popular models were. Like I was asking, like, hey, where's like the Elantras and, and the Sonatas? He's like, I don't know. Super cool. Isn't that Thank like you. your job? <laughs> My favorite was like right as I pulled up because we drove separately and I went with him today and we, I got out of the car and he'd walked up to, to Christian and goes, hi, how's it going? And Christian's like, good, good, good. What kind of, what base or what model is this? He's like, um... Christian goes, is it the premium? He's like, oh, yep, premium. Yeah, because he had texted. I, like, set up that online crap. And, I, and so I was like, hey, I, I think I want to test drive this at, like, 11.15 today. So it was already out. And I was like, is this the model that we talked about or is this a different one? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> is it the premium? He's like, yeah. Like, sure. <laughs> Thank you for right. making that up on the spot. I really appreciate it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My confidence through the roof. All right. Back to, back to Evan's uh, pet device. Is it dope or is it dirt, Nick? I'm going to say it's dirt. Damn. Damn it. Features and price together. I, I got to give you a, a dope. I'm giving you a dope. Let's go. Barely. You're barely getting a dope. Let's go. I'll take it. All right, Mr. Nicky Nick. Mr. Nick. Nick the knock Nick. What's yours? Nick the dumb bitch Nick. <laughs> hey, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> I'm going to get you demonetized. You're going to come across this table. Gotcha, bitch. All right. I have a... Uh, a sweet Kickstarter. Awesome. Uh, it is the Vi Fit 2 Soft Custom Fit True Wireless Earphones. Ooh. This is going to be an interesting one because there's a billion headphones out there. What, what yeah, headphones got? is a super unexciting space, and there are way too many of them. These, though, caught my eye because the entire body of them is soft silicone. So rather than just having interchangeable tips, the whole thing is a silicone earpiece. Hmm. Is it... AirPod shaped or is it like Galaxy Bud shaped? It's like Galaxy Bud shaped. Okay. Okay. Uh, they also show pictures of it going probably excessively far into someone's <laughs> ear, <laughs> possibly dangerously far. Uh, I'm not a scientist though, uh, but they they seem to be pretty cool. They appear to have good sound quality. I don't know. They're not. Based on the yet. pictures, they have excellent sound quality. <laughs> they, they, they appear to look to be sounding good. <laughs> Anybody when they ask me about headphones in the store, I'm like, yeah, they probably didn't look like to sound good. <laughs> look at the box. They're expensive. They gotta be they gotta be fine. You think they put, okay. you think they put bad headphones in a box like that? I don't think so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Apple doesn't sell garbage. <laughs> Anywho, okay, okay, what else? Sell me, sell me these headphones. What what's like the features besides just the silicone? What they got going for them? Uh they have a rechargeable case with USB C. Mm, okay. Which okay. is nice for a off-brand earbuds. Um, let me yeah. let me ask you this: how uh, how long is the battery life on it? Um, battery six hours plus thirty three in the case. Jesus, so how honestly, pretty good. How big is the case? Uh, it appears to be roughly the same size like the Sony 
active noise canceling. Those are pretty big. Like yeah. a Samsung Q60. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the size of a Ford F-150. <laughs> All right, so like very pocketable. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. It looks even maybe pocket. a little... Uh, I mean, there's a, a little picture of the case. So slightly bigger than your Okay, pants. that's not... Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's not awful. That's not bad. Okay, so... That's better than the like uh, Beats Pros. How big are those? I've never actually seen a... The case is hefty oh, on those. They're chunks. They yeah. are as chunky as my cat. I was just about Got to say be. that. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. So here's the here's the million dollar question though. Is okay. Wh- let me ask you this. What is their primary selling feature? Is it the silicone? Is it some magical sound quality? Is it the price? Uh, it looks to be mostly the silicone in the whole body of it. Uh, that appears to be their shtick. Okay. Uh, Price is actually pretty good. The normal MSRP on them is only 129, which for waterproof, it's pretty active stand, noise like, canceling wireless yeah. earbuds, that's standard. Are they being advertised as like exercise headphones because of the silicone to stay in? How are they advertising them? Just like casual headphones? I would imagine them to be more of a, a an active one, partly by the name, the Vi Fit. Oh hmm. yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, interesting. Okay, hmm. What do you think? What do you think, Evan? What do you think on this one? I think As someone who has a problem with regular AirPods, those that style of earbuds does not work for me. It doesn't mm-hmm. stay in my ear literally at all. Um, AirPod Pros were kind of a good middle ground, uh, but still not fantastic. So I could imagine for people with not standard shaped ears, this would be amazing. <laughs> Can I see the picture again? I love the amazing advertising on the silicone tips for the AirPods Pro because it's 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 worded as if they invented silicone tips. It's magical. <laughs> It does, this definitely has not existed in $10 headphones with, for years. With three grade layered materials and silicone finishes, this magic. Was, so, you can see the penetration of the ear. Wow, that's <laughs> very graphic. Wow, that Whoa, is incredible. That's not an ear, that's a butthole. <laughs> Nick, what are you showing us? Nick, oh that's God. not an ear, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I think I've made up my mind. What do you think, Evan? Overall, I think they're cool. I like the battery life on them. That's a huge thing for a lot of headphones. Uh, personally, though, I never, ever, ever go through a full charge in my case and or headphones in a day or really even in a week. My AirPods will last easily all week long. I don't care for the style like that. I don't wireless ones that go in my ear like the silicone again i'm the same way as you they just don't they're not fantastic the airpods are a nice middle ground i just don't know if those are gonna really fit in the market there's so many damn headphones out there that is my only concern with this um let me ask you okay so i think i got i got your response well, what is it dope or dirt mm, dirt <laughs> try oh i am i had to uh, there's just like literally even going into our insert big box retailer um, where, where we work, there's like what, 12, 15 different types of wireless buds. Oh, for sure. Sell. Yeah. Like, and then you go on Amazon. I guarantee you there's a hundred pages of different types. So I don't know. Let me ask you. There's nothing that, sorry to cut you off. Go, go, go. There's nothing that like makes them outstanding to me yeah. other than the battery life. Okay. Let me ask you one question. Do they, do they come in red? Oh, my God. I think that's a hard no. This is not Try red. It. Try <laughs> Try yeah. you get You get a trash on that one, buddy. Big old trash. Big old, big old dirt. If you haven't noticed, his favorite color is red, and he only buys things that are red. <laughs> when is he, your Hyundai Veloster red? It, it comes in a red color, but I actually, no, I don't, I don't care for that red. I don't like when cars are red because I don't like when they match the, the red of the taillight. Bugs me. I can you're, see that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, but you're just, you're weird. I'm sorry. I like silver or white cars. That's you fair. are the first person I've ever met that enjoys silver cars. Really? Yes. I like I silver. Don't, I don't know anybody that likes silver. I hate silver cars. I hate silver. I think they're gross. What's your, what's the color of your car right now? Evan? Gray. Okay. Yeah. Screw off. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Nice try though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you grew so confident with that one, too. I was. Oh, I was. So good. Uh, okay, so Robot Maker, this is my, my Dover Dirt. Uh, robot Maker Boston Dynamics has finally put its four-legged robot spot on general sale. General sale. 
After years of development, the company began leasing the machine to businesses last year and, as of today, is now letting any U.S. firm buy their very own spot. I won't tell you the price just yet. It is a hefty price tag. But Boston Dynamics says, for that money, you're getting the most advanced, most, the most advanced mobile robot in the world, able to go pretty much anywhere a human can, as long as you don't have ladders. Um, so basically, this this robot, this dog, is designed to go places and survey, so it can like take pictures and like do that sort of stuff. Recon um, mission, yeah, it can do recon missions. Um, <laughs> they were used. I, th- I think I saw in the article it was used in like bomb squads, <laughs> uh, which was interesting. But it can do. Uh, it can basically go in places that humans don't want to go, mm. um, or it can do like really redundant, mundane tasks. Like one of them that it mentioned in the article, which this is from the Verge, was like getting um, up. <laughs> God damn it. I was like <laughs> was like factory owners would have it go around like taking pictures of the factory as like I don't know I don't know why, but apparently that's a thing that factories do. Um, which is incredibly like redundant and no human wants to do that. So you can do that. So um, keep in mind this is built for businesses, but the dog cost seventy four thousand dollars. So what you can I like you just casual. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No biggie, just uh just uh seventy four thousand dollars. <laughs> what oh seventy four thousand uh, let's see. There's a. I'm trying to figure out like what the big. Here we go. Boston Dynamics says it will be releasing a um, a way to test drive it remotely, so you can actually try it out like from their factory, from your own computer, which is pretty cool. Um, so you don't have to like fly one in to go see it. Um, but it'll be able to manipulate manipulate its surroundings, uh, collect data, use the arm to open doors, turn valves, and hit switches. So it's basically built for businesses to do things that they don't want to pay humans to do and, pe- and humans don't want to do anyways. So pretty much I can use this. Uh, You're not going to use this, but yes. <laughs> I could. You're not going to use this because you don't have $74,000. <laughs> Look, hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh-huh. I could use this to go to work for me. Think about it. I mean, okay, it could go grab me a Smirnoff ice. It could do that. It, it could do that. It could take my dog for a walk. It could at do that. five o'clock in the morning when this bitch wakes up. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen the the actual? Thank you. There's that I was not me. expecting that. Only <laughs> because of what it does. Try because of the price. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. The most advanced robot in the world. Come on, what you got, Nick? What do you think? I robots are fucking cool, <laughs> so that's definitely a pass. Nick's like, Let's as long go. as it gives me a happy ending, I was we're like, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up dope or dirt. <laughs> Did you have any more? I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Which? Did you have anything else to that? No. <laughs> give, give me a good pop. Give me a good like, pop on that. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. That might have been the one. best one yet. That was good. Oh, you my can, God. You can hear the liquid. Oh, okay. oh my gosh. Hey, guys. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> have you seen this? Have you heard about this? So last week, so last week we talked about the PlayStation Five. Um, at the time of recording, it was actually before it had been formally released. Um, but now we actually have official renders. We don't have official pricing yet, which we can talk about that. There's no official pricing, but we do have official renders. And of course, when anything gets a redesign and gets announced on the internet, the internet gonna do what the internet gonna do, and we got a whole slew of memes. Um, so, what are you guys' thoughts on this design? I have a photo of it in the notes here, but PS5, it's been super polarizing because um, it looks like a modem with a binder on the sides of it. And I think that is a very accurate description. Those pictures of the modems with binders around them are spot on <laughs> and absolutely hysterical. My favorite was the standing oscillating fans that looked identical <laughs> to it. <laughs> or the person that put the PS2 between a binder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I like uh, the design, though. I urge anybody that hasn't seen it, um, we'll post a picture on our Twitter for real this time. Uh, we'll post a picture on our Twitter uh, so you can actually see what it looks like. But Real yeah. quick, yeah. from last episode, I've changed my mind on which one I would get. Really? Okay, so recap. What did you say last week? Thanks to Nick and his making sense of sense made. Um, a big Blaine. <laughs> big Blaine. <laughs> Since I do have a PC, it makes more sense to go with the PS5 and not the Xbox because it's practically another PC when I can already cross-platform with practically everything. Traitor. Traitor. I I think... Build a PC. <laughs> I gotta buy a Just car. <laughs> you can do both. Just, no. Just get a bigger loan. No. Sell your big box retailer card. Get a PC. 
You're making a lot of sense right now. <laughs> Suddenly I'm compelled. Hmm, I did not consider that. Also, I don't need two routers in my house. Got them. What do you think about that design? The Xbox Nick? looks like a router. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, I don't care for the design. Uh, that being said, it's not going to stop me from buying it. Yeah. Um, it's like, I will have it. <laughs> I just don't think it fits in, in like a home theater setup. Uh, yeah. It literally looks like a router and not something I would put on my entertainment center. Are, are you actually going to get one? More than likely, yeah. Okay. I buy most consoles when they come out, so okay. I may buy a Series X also. Probably not, unless there's some major actual exclusive for it. Major actual He's exclusive. Gonna buy it. I bet you're going to buy it. Um, He's going to buy it. Buy it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to buy Knowing it. you, you're going to buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I just bought this new uh, C10. Here out my garage. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be able to find the uh, Xbox Series X on Facebook Marketplace one week after release. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. It is tried out. Beat on me, pissed on me. Tried out. It is funny though because both of the consoles look like routers because I have the Lynx's Vela downstairs next to my. Looks like yeah. The Xbox Series X looks like holes and all look identical to it. Have you seen that the Lynx's that we sell? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely looks identical to an Xbox. <laughs> it's just black. Yeah. It, it is an interesting... I'm pretty sure you can get a black Velop, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can. Huh. Yeah. Sell, <laughs> buy them. Got the Series X early. <laughs> buy, buy it and sell that on, like, eBay or something. Dude, you could profit. Yeah, if, if we so got guys falling for iPhone 10s for $100, you can sell that thing for double what you paid for easy. Hang on, I'll be right back. I got to go looting. All right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, no, about the design of it, though, uh, it's interesting that you say you it's not something you'd want on your entertainment center because I think the design of the Xbox is supposed to be kind of like what you described. It's supposed to be inconspicuous, kind of blended with your design. And the PS5, they want people to look at it clearly. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just oh, yeah, for sure. Thing. Um, I just, I prefer the like sleek look, minimalistic. I don't like a lot going on there. I would rather the attention be on the TV, mm-hmm. the centerpiece, not on the second Wi-Fi router <laughs> on my entertainment center. That's fair. Have you guys seen the PS5 on its side, though? No. Uh, it's still kind of ugly. It, it is. I don't know. I, I like I like kind of the differing design of it. I like that they did something different. I like how it matches the controller because I love the controller look. I do um, like the controller. The controller looks nice. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. White on black. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. But uh, but yeah, on its side, the PS5 looks, looks pretty sharp. I mean, it looks like a... It looks like a new version of a PlayStation. Like it reminds me of the PS3 in a lot of ways. Yeah, and like yeah. its overall like shape and how it changed. Mm-hmm. God, the PS3. Do you guys remember how chonky that boy was? Yeah, that was chunky. a thick boy for sure. Big old thick. Boy. My friend had one, and that thing would get hotter than hell. It would be like it literally. There was one time we were playing it for. I mean, we were probably up from like six p.m. to maybe like. 9 a.m. It's like weird we that just, it got so hot. I know, right? Like, <laughs> definitely, definitely, it made sense it did this, but it got to the point where, like, it was shaking. Jesus. Like, it was like something was inside, like, rattling it to the point where it was rattling the TV stand. <laughs> I mean, they did call it the George Foreman grill uh, for good reason, That's not it, just its appearance. Was that what it was called? Well, that was, like, the big meme when it first came oh, out okay. was, like, people yeah. photoshopping the top chopped <laughs> off of it and some burgers inside. <laughs> Well, mean, it really looks like it. What it, was it the does. what was the PlayStation 4's big meme then? Was there one? I mean, the PlayStation 4 is pretty like not assuming. I, I don't remember anything specifically for the PS4. Yeah, neither. It's kind of a generic shape. Hmm. I did like that shape though. Yeah, I like the PS4 a lot. It fit into like bookshelves and stuff really easily. Yeah. Anywho, let's move on to our feature story this week. We tend to give a lot of love to hardware on this show, but that's where. Oh, damn it! Take two. We tend to give a lot of love to hardware on this show, but what's hardware without a bit of slick, sexy software to bring it to life? This week, Google dropped the beta for Android 11, the operating system that powers nearly 75% of the world's phones. No, that's not a typo. When uh, when will my phone get the Android 11 update, you ask? Shut up and stop asking questions. Just go out and buy a new phone because that's really the only way you'll get it unless you're rocking a Pixel. But I digress. Most experts would call iOS and Android mature operating systems, meaning they've mostly got the basics down. We don't expect to get any monumental redesigns anytime soon, uh, but there's still plenty of room to improve. 
Android 11's beta seems to be focused on the user and the things you actually use your phone for, starting with notifications. Ask any Android nerd, and they're likely to tell you that notification handling is one of Android's strong suits compared to iOS. I'm a huge fan of it myself. With Android 11, notifications are getting just a little bit more refined. They'll be separated into three different sections. Conversations, which sit at the top, followed by alerting and silent notifications. Google seems to be betting that, as a communication device, your phone should prioritize conversations and relegate less meaningful and annoying Candy Crush or Clash of Clans reminders lower on the list. It also gives you the option to turn those conversations into chat bubbles that float on the top of the screen, similar to Facebook Messenger bubbles, which debuted all the way back in 2013. At least I think it was 2013. I actually had a hard time finding out when that was. Um, anyway. Another smaller change in the notification system is the placement of media. Uh, where media controls used to live as a notification bar, Android 11 moves media controls up into the quick toggles, which I have in a picture for you guys to see there. So, what are our initial thoughts on notification redesigns on Android 11? Obviously, I know you guys are both iPhone users, so this is kind of like at a kind of a from a distance sort of glance, but what are your thoughts there? I don't like it. It... Uh... <laughs> I've always preferred the way that Android does notifications a lot. I hate iPhone notifications. They're absolutely terrible. And this feels very iPhone notification-y to me hmm. in all the worst ways. How is that? I also hate the bubbles. Those Facebook Messenger bubbles are trash. Trash. I don't know. Whoever thought that was a good idea, they should probably find a new career. Oof. Damn, son. <laughs> Interesting. So, like, how are these... Genuine, genuine question. How are these more similar to iOS? How they group them? It just, from the picture, it just kind of reminds me of iOS notifications. And uh, it, I Is see it, a lot of the same features as like responding to things and reacting to them. Uh, but it just, it reminds me of it, iOS. Like the, it, and also the whole quick toggle at the top reminds me exactly of Control Center. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, give or take, I guess. I would prefer sure. it to not be there every time I swipe down. I would prefer it to be like on iOS where it's a separate swipe. It's not in the same spot as notifications. So if I understand this correctly, um, based on the, the, the couple of articles I saw, um, the media controls only show up if you're actually listening to something currently. Like it's kind of how media controls are now on iPhones and on Android, excuse me, on Android phones. It's where if you're playing in media, it'll show up in that notification bar. But if you're not, it won't be there. Hmm. Just to just kind of clarify that. Um, no, it's interesting. I like actually, Evan, what, what were your thoughts on that before I get in mind? I'm very similar with him. Um, yeah, the, the bubble style is not my favorite. Um, again, I hate iOS. If they, the best thing about my jailbreak that I miss, um, was they kind of took something very similar from, uh, Android where they were to like actually group the messages a lot better mm -hmm. um, into different little tabs that you could click on and stuff like that. So like things that you wanted, um, you could choose to look at them or not. Um, that's what I love with Android. And I think it's a step in the right direction, meaning it looks different and I think it's a good change overall, but I don't care for the bubble style kind of like you was talking about what like, if, really, the Facebook stuff. What if the bubbles could be disabled, which I think they can. I don't think, and, and it's also an optional thing. It's not by default. If they can disable that, absolutely. I think it looks a lot better than it was. Um, I think overall, it's a, again, it's a, it's a good design. It's a good re redesign. Mm -hmm. If they can get rid of those bubbles, hell yeah, I'm all, all on for sure. Uh, overall, I've, I've noticed, especially since Android 10 launched, Android is becoming iOS. Yeah, and, and there, there's In been a, a lot of ways. Right, there's been a move between even both operating systems where like phone operating systems in general are just like we've kind of figured out what they need to be used for and how they need to work. So iOS and Android like as a whole are getting more and more together. So yeah, you're absolutely right there. You're starting to see similar aspects from both. Yeah, for sure. sure. The big thing that jumped out to me when Android 10 launched was the navigation and the swipe up to home just like iOS had. It just, it doesn't feel like Android to me. It feels like iOS, but better. Which, yeah, and... and to be fair, um, iOS uh, gestures are based on Palm OS, which came before any of this stuff. Um, but no, I, I totally agree. I like the windowed sort of feel of gestures. I'm a huge fan of gestures. I like how fluid they make the phone feel and all that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Um, I don't know. As far as the notifications go, I am actually, it, it took me a couple minutes of staring at it to kind of wrap my head around it, but I really really like the media controls being up there. Not that they weren't functional as a notification tab because it used to be 
Um, obviously, I, like I said, I know you guys are Android pe- or uh, iPhone people, but um, anytime you're playing media, it would show up as a separate notification bar, which worked, but it was just kind of weird. Like it was just it was there where notifications are supposed to be. So having it being a quick toggle, it ha- like it's acting like a utility, I think makes a lot more sense. Um, with that, I also. I'm kind of split on the whole conversations, silent notifications, alerting notifications. I like that um, if you do get a bunch of notifications coming at the same time, having ones that are actually communication notifications, like, hey, I'm texting this person or I'm texting like my mom or something like that. I think having those on top makes more sense because those are typically the ones you respond to or look at first. So being on top, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm interested to see how silent notifications are handled. If it's like you decide which ones are silent or it decides for you which ones are silent. Um, that would be my only concern with it. But yeah, as far as the bubble goes, I'm totally with you guys. I hate, hate Facebook bubbles. I Anytime I get a notification, I'll swipe it away instantly. I should just turn the feature off, but um, cannot stand it. It takes up part of the screen and I can't not notice it. It's like a, it's like a whole bunch. I have seen way, <laughs> way, way too many people. There are old people's phones that are littered with those in their fake people trying to get money. Oh my God. Sex and porn and Dude. everything in between. I am so over it. It's 90 day fiance in real life. Oh, it's so bad. I, I had a guy who had probably a thousand chat bubbles. The whole right side of his phone was what? chat bubbles. Holy God. And every single one of them was someone from Facebook who was this hot looking girl Trying to get sex and money. She was not giving sex. She was not giving sex. <laughs> she was, she was getting receiving him. either. I need you to send me a $50 Steam card so yeah. I can Jeez. pay for my child's school. <laughs> That's always so Steam bad. cards are definitely a recognized currency in some third world countries. God, I, I still don't get <laughs> the amount of people. I sort of get the amount of people that come in. I mean, I get it. Like older people that are like, I need to buy $300 worth of Steam cards. And they do it every two weeks. I'm like, uh, can you tell me why? Which is a totally valid question because of scams. And they're like, I just need it. It's yeah. Like, oh, all right. Is this for the IRS? No. Okay. You're getting scammed. How do you guys tell me one time that he was purchasing Steam cards? Uh, he first referred to them as Steam's cards. <laughs> Ah, yes. So that that was the that was a tip off. Steam engine cards. Uh, he was uh, trying to purchase a cat over Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or something like that, and uh, his bank had an issue sending a transfer to the person. Uh, so the the breeder told him, "Give me Steam cards, and that'll be acceptable." Hey, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess that if that floats. <laughs> I had a I had a new uh, or record this week. So anytime somebody's asking for like a SIM card, they always say SIM's card. They'll call it an SD card. They'll call it anything except a SIM card. I had somebody say, "I need a slim card for <laughs> mid mobile." <laughs> a slim card. So, yep, I certainly got them their slim card right there. I've heard micro card. Oh my god. Yeah. SD card is the one that's most common. Sandisk but. card. <laughs> what else? One of them, they are thingies. <laughs> you got that little card that goes in your phone, gives you more space. What kind of phone you got? An iPhone? Well, <laughs> I got bad news for you, buddy. <laughs> Looks like you're out of luck. Download more RAM.org. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe because it's .org. All right, back on to Android 11, though. Just like a strict parent or obsessive significant other, Android 11 is getting aggressive with knowing your location. And by that, I don't mean Google is getting more obtrusive with knowing your location. I mean, but they definitely are. Rather, Android 11 is now much more restrictive about where and when apps can access your location data. Google is now adding in only this time location permission for apps and has completely removed the allow all times option from the annoying location menu that pops up every time you open a new app. It's a small change, but one that could have some serious benefits for your battery and privacy in the long run to prevent things running in the background all the time. And one of the last major updates shipping in major updates shipping in Android 11 comes in a place you probably wouldn't expect. The power menu. You know, that thing you see when you hold down the power key. Google seems to think that this area is being underutilized because now when you hold down the power button, you get the traditional menu options like restart and power off, 
but it's been redesigned to include Google Pay options as well as smart home controls where you can quickly lock your door, adjust the thermostat, and control your lights, of course. It sounds weird at first, but Dieter Bone of The Verge likened it to your keys and your wallet. They're quick access utilities that you often need to access, you know, quickly. So, um, I have a picture of it here because it's kind of hard to describe, and, and we'll probably post this as well um, on our Twitter. But again, to you guys, uh, what are your initial thoughts on that redesigned power menu? I like it. Yeah, cool. I think it's going to be... I, I, oof. I think for the average user um, who might be slightly uh, of the <laughs> more experienced we, age... We talk a lot about older people. <laughs> yes, we do. This is going to become a huge problem. I have so many customers who, when you tell them to turn it off, not meaning shut the phone off, but turn the screen off, like they hold that power it? button and they physically turn it off like to sleep the screen. Oh my God. Like, nope, just, just touch it once. And they're holding it down. I can only see this becoming a problem when they start opening up cards. Then they start freaking out because their card is open. They don't know what they're going to try to pay for. Then they're scared that their card is even on file. Then they're trying to figure out what all these quick controls are trying to be. Like, I'm just trying to turn this damn thing off. Oof, I'm getting right. PTSD, and I haven't even experienced that yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even work in the same department, and I'm scared. <laughs> we probably won't experience that for like four years because Android 11. But yeah. Anyways. I think it's cool for people that would like to use it. I think it's going to be awesome. I mean, I think it looks really cool. It's very unique, and it's a very good update or mm-hmm. you know different style. But whew, for the older generation, yeah, good luck. By the way, those red lines are not going to be on the actual build. That's just like a, I'd say there's that's no a window. Okay. Anyways, what you got, Nick? Um, I think it's cool. It definitely needs to be a toggleable thing. Um, I think it would also make more sense in a different location. Um, I don't think it being in the long press power button, turn your phone or reset it off. I don't think that's a space where it makes sense for that stuff. Think about uh, your double click for your, your uh, wallet, though, on your right, iPhone. That It'd makes be sense. The same thing, it, just slightly longer. Same thing, but it's in the same menu where you turn your phone off. Like it's a weird place for it to be. If it was a double click on the power button, that would make sense to me. It being in the same spot where you turn off or restart your phone makes zero sense. Yeah, but when you had your Android, did you ever accidentally turn your phone off? No. No? Okay. Well, I guess that's just uh, most of our customers then. Yeah. Um, Wait, is that a thing that happens? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the nice thing is awesome. with, with new, um, <laughs> I think it's in the S20s, but I know the Note, they changed it to where your power is in the notification screen. So oh, my God. That has restricted that How so much. Not I think that's going to do the exact same thing. I think yeah. it's going to stop people from turning their phone off when they don't mean to, like them accidentally holding down the power button when they're trying to just turn the screen off. Or accidentally resetting their phone because yeah. if you hold down power in a, in a special combination of other buttons, you can reset your phone like a hard reset. That yeah, that's just bad design. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do I do agree that like double tapping does make more sense. However, Android users, uh, myself included, um, the double tap feature has like been camera, right? yeah has been launched camera yeah. for the longest time. So that, that'll be really hard to uh, and a lot of people rely on that like they expect it to be there. So not having it on iOS, I think makes more sense for it to be a double tap for like Android or for uh, Apple Pay and stuff like that. But um, just so I can like kind of describe visually what this looks like if you're obviously you're listening to this um like the top third of the screen roughly like a little bit less than top third is like emergency uh lock and then power um the second third of the screen is like your google wallet so you can swipe between your cards and then the bottom a little bit more than the bottom third is the quick control so it looks kind of similar to uh apple's home kit controls on the iphone it's just like blocky things that you can like turn off lights and stuff but we'll have to put it on twitter for sure yeah yeah twitter but i like i like your idea of having it being a, a toggle thing i think that's good i think if you can turn that off that's a very good feature and a very good look for them because there are going to be a lot of people that do not like it. And I think giving you the option to turn it on and off is going to make a lot of people happy. Well, that's always been the cool thing about Android is you can turn things on or off or put them there or take them away or Mm -hmm. build it however you want it to look. So if this was a lockdown thing where it's always there, like the Bixby button, (laughs) uh, then that's, that, that's a bad, that's, that's no go. That's a no for uh, me, dog. <laughs> but if you can turn this off, that's cool. Um, I still think it's in a weird spot. Um, I'm sure it would be something you would get used to. I just think it's a strange, a strange place. Like I get the, the double tap being for mm-hmm. your camera, right. but 
there there has to be somewhere else they could put these features that would make more sense than in your your turn off and reset yeah area like, it's yeah. just a strange place for it to me it is strange and i think I, I think we'd have to use it a little bit to to kind of understand why it's there um because yeah initially it's like that's weird like power menu has always been just for a couple things um but i really do like the analogy of it being a quick access utility because um as more and more things are connected in our homes um you know we want to be able to control them quickly and not having to go in unlock your phone um, go into, I guess you'd have to unlock it for this. I'm not entirely sure. I guess if your wallet's there, you have to, but anyways, um, not having to go through an app or go through like another service inside the phone, just being able to hold down a physical hardware key that you can physically feel and be able to quickly change your lights or, or turn stuff off and on. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think, um, I think making home controls more prominent on your phone, uh, is going to be kind of an, a, as Google automates the crap out of everything and as we get a lot more smart home devices, I think being able to quickly control them is going to become more and more important um, the, the more we get. I totally agree. I mean, even the 2020 LG TVs have a home dashboard that has control of IoT devices, huh. Internet of Things devices. You can control your garage door and your what? lights and everything from the home screen of the TV. Wow. Super cool. So like having it on the on the phone makes a lot of sense. Hmm. I could see that being like super useful. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So this is in case you missed it. It seems Netflix aren't the only ones profiting off the worldwide pandemic. As we reported last week, uh, as we know, two plus two is four minus one. That's three quick maths. <laughs> I, I hate that I just did that. <laughs> it's common knowledge. And it's also common knowledge that Google's open approach to Android apps users at greater risk compared to Apple's strictly maintained app store. Thanks to a report from Phone Arena, this week it revealed that the number of malicious apps available on the Google Play Store doubled year over year from the 14,500 to more than 29,000 fraudulent transactions. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fraudulent <laughs> transactions rose 55% during the, uh, the same time period, and a whopping 89% of total transactions across the Play Store can be considered fraudulent. Christ. But why the spike? Well, uh, with everyone staying home during the pandemic, the world has been on their phones now more than ever. This means that we're all installing more apps, including the malicious ones that run video ads in the background and sign us up for unwanted services. Uh, Christian would know about that, considering Grinder. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me, what? You shut up, you. No, that's, that's total fake news. Gotcha. It's a total illusion. Okay. So, for you guys, do you Got guys... It. You're on Grinder. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Up, I'll see you there. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Talk to me after the show. <laughs> this is getting spicy. All right. Have you guys... Uh, like, Do you know anyone, personally, that has ever... Have you or a loved one been personally affected by malicious Android apps? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I actually used to work fraud for Wells Fargo. Really? Uh, so, I would be the person that they call when huh. there's fraud on the card. Huh. Um I'm going to be honest. I saw more times where there were issues on iPhone apps than on Android apps. Really? Mostly. And then it was children buying things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, anytime it was like actual legitimate fraud or legitimately unwanted transactions, not something your kid did that you didn't want them to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was mostly Android, but uh, lots of iPhone. Really? Issues. I didn't know you worked uh, at Wells Fargo. I am a jack of many trades. Master of many <laughs> trades. He does it all. Hell yeah, he does. Talk to me about Grinder after the show. Um, <laughs> no, I've uh, my mom has been pretty good because I got her on an uh, S8 Plus recently after that, or shortly after they came out, and uh, she's been pretty good. She just doesn't do anything on the phone besides like take pictures and text and call people. So, um, and then my sister is the only other one in my family that's on an iPhone or excuse me, Android phone. She's on a Pixel Three. Um, and she just mostly uses it for like like photos because it's got one of the best cameras out there. Um, so no, I have been lucky to avoid my uh, people I know having Android malicious apps. But as you guys know, I worked for Samsung for uh, like three, four years. And uh, that was my job pretty much was to just rid people's phones of all those crappy malicious apps. And he's good at it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fastest in the West. If I can't <laughs> figure it out, I definitely go to Christian. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. But uh, for you guys... 
Now, 66% of us, that's two-thirds for you uh, <laughs> non-math people. What? Quick um, math. <laughs> we're iPhone users. Um, so for you guys, if you were to have gotten an Android or ever used one, um, would you guys risk trading off the freedom of Android uh, for the security of iPhones in their app store? Meaning, if, you, if you're an Android person, would you be now willing to switch to an uh, iPhone because of the risk of... Uh, Malicious apps. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because whenever people ask me about this at work, they're like, Are, is Android mo- more vulnerable? Like, the answer is always kind of yes and no. Like, it comes down to just basic good knowledge, in- internet practices. Like, never download something you don't recognize. If you're searching the adult sites, don't ever click on those pop-ups. Like, they're all just garbage and trash. They're going to hurt your phone. So, um, no, that, that's a question people ask a lot, especially ones that are moving from iPhone to Android. And that's when I'll be like, no. As long as you get it from the app store and it's not like just blatantly something that looks bad or feels bad, you're you're gonna be okay. Yeah. I I don't know. So personally it affects me very little not being an inept user of the internet. Uh so to me I don't care either way. Right. I'm gonna use whatever works better for me. Sure. Yeah. Um but for the lay person, I think that it's definitely a huge consideration because there's a mass number of apps on the Android store that are even things like calculators and yeah, yeah. flashlights. Weather apps. That are asking for permissions to God knows what in your phone. Mm-hmm. The calculator doesn't need access to your contacts or to make phone calls. Now, hold Why on. is it asking? <laughs> but it says it needs it to work. So obviously oh. it needs it. Oh, well, it I mean, if yeah. that's the case, like, yeah. Yeah, just do it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Like, just try it. Just, just do it. <laughs> just try it out. That's all I need to try it out. No, I think another one, yeah, it, very good point, is if if it is something that needs to, like, the biggest thing that blows my mind is that people, I do it myself when I had an Android, it's like, you just see those and you just start clicking allow, right? It's one of those things where it's so annoying that you have to do it every time, yeah. but if you really step back and for me, I knew what I was looking for, so I didn't have to really read through those. Um, but for like the average person who doesn't quite know all those kind of things, look at what they're saying because there are some that say they put an overlay over your phone. Like mm-hmm. That's literally a permission that yeah. some of them ask for. And what? No. What? Those it's are the a big ones- issue is well, like browser extensions and like Firefox and Chrome and things yeah, like that sure. where you've somehow downloaded this extension that has now changed your entire browser and you've got... Ask Jeeves as your <laughs> Ask entire Jeeves. browser function now. Like, yeah, welcome to 2008, I guess. Yeah, and and that's the thing. A lot of those trash apps do is like there'll be something totally conspicuous. Like it'll say like messages because people think they're downloading a messaging app, and it'll, it'll actually be like a default home launcher, and it just turns it to absolute garbage yeah. filled with ads and crap. The ones that piss me off the most are lock screen ad mm. malware mm. because. And that's one of the, like Evan was talking about, if you have things that allow for overlays, uh, that's what they'll do is they'll overlay over your lock screen and you have to swipe to the right, like a la iPhone 4, um, OG iPhone. You have to swipe to the right um, to get the, to get past those lock screen ads. And there's often like three or four of them. So you, you'll have to swipe like three or four times. And people will come in and be like, my phone's really slow. And I'll look at that and I'll be like, I will, f- I will fix your entire life right now. Like... <laughs> Let me let me change your life for the better real quick. It is amazing how often yeah. we deal with that. Like it was when we were fully open, it was at least once a day, mm-hmm. maybe even you know, yeah. up to like ten words you know times. It's just it's ridiculous and it's so sad that like people don't understand and that they've like become accustomed to dealing with that. Yeah. And they don't think, Oh, my phone's you know, yeah. Why this is it should doing not this? be happening. Exactly. Like you need to recognize those at first. So then you don't have to call people like Nick to get your fraudulent, you know, purchases redone because it's like, it's just common. It's common. Personal phone. <laughs> it just seems like, it, five, it, seven, seems like <laughs> it seems like that's common knowledge of like, if your phone just drastically changes and it's not performing how it ever should and, or looks completely different. Wouldn't you be concerned? It's back to the car analogy, though. It's like if you hear a noise, like more people, like most people, myself included, sometimes you're just more than happy just ignoring it because, like, that's just life now. You just have a noise in your car. It's so dumb. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That I mean that's a big thing, and I think that's why Android, like Google, needs to make a point of locking down their app store. Like, 
Apple does it. It's obviously not an issue. Plenty of other places do it. Stop mm-hmm. letting people make themselves vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. that's and, fair. That's a good point. They did release um, Play Protect, which is it's supposed to combat those things, but obviously it's largely not working. Um, I think that speaks to a, a bigger issue with the Play Store is the fact that, like I was saying earlier, it's like 75% of the world is on Android. Like it's the most popular operating system, and they just have such a large swath of apps available on it uh, with all those users. So having a, a functional moderation tool that doesn't falsely flag things as, be, as being malware is incredibly difficult. Um, I, I don't know how that can be fixed, honestly. Like that's just, a, that's a, that's a big question. Yeah. I think even like a, an approval for the permissions that your app uses would cut down on a lot of things. That's yeah, that's a good point. Like just an audit of like, even if they're not going to fully review apps in depth before allowing them on the store, just like, Hey, here's the permissions. Like, here's my app. It's a calculator. It needs these permissions. Cool, your app can be there, but uh, it's not going to access the phone or the camera or the contacts. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to text my math problems to my friends? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I think something like that would would be like a, a firm middle ground for Google because obviously there's so many apps on Android, but they have to do something. Yeah, they can't just. You. It's like a rampant issue. Yeah. And 30,000 fraudulent apps is a lot. That's a, a significant number. That's a lot of apps. That's at least several. <laughs> it's more than one. Couldn't have put it any better myself. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's B-H-1-B-U-Z-Z. And give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Christian Crawford. And Nick Samorian. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.